Hello, listeners. This episode is sponsored by italki. It's difficult to improve your fluency in English on your own, but you don't need to do it on your own. You can use italki to get some speaking time or English lessons with a native speaker and build your English in the most natural way possible by using it to communicate. And uh, italki are offering all of my listeners a free voucher worth 100 italki credits when you buy some lessons. To get that offer, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk or click one of their logos on my website. Okay, now here's a new episode and here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. How are you doing out there in podcast land? I hope you're doing all right. Here's a new episode, and this one sees the return of the pod pals Amber Minogue and Paul Taylor, which means that the talkative trio are reunited on the podcast once more. Uh, Time was pretty tight for this conversation because Paul was working to a very strict schedule on the day that it was recorded, which was yesterday in my flat. As you will hear, Paul arrives a little bit late because he was having lunch with some TV industry people, and then he has to leave before the end of the recording to be interviewed on the radio because he's so hot right now in the world of showbiz. Um, Amber has also been very busy recently doing various things, including writing and rehearsing a play. So it's been hard to get the three of us in a room together all at the same time. As a result, this episode was arranged at the last minute and the conversation was completely unplanned. All I wanted to do was to catch up with the two of them and ask them the usual question, what have you been doing? Um, So you will hear that things carry on quite rapidly and there are plenty of the usual tangents, those moments when the topic suddenly goes off in a different direction. It might be hard for you to follow, so to help you keep up, here is a basic summary of the main things that we talk about. And you'll find these notes that I'm reading from here in this introduction written on the page for this episode, including some words that you might hear in the conversation, but you don't know. Um, Like if you hear certain words and you're like, what's that? Oh, what's that? I I don't know that word. Check the notes on the website. You might find that those words are actually written there. Um, You might want to check out these notes to see any words you've missed and to check their spellings and things like that. Okay, so here's a rundown of the uh, things that you're going to hear in this conversation just to try and make it a little bit easier for you. And here's some background music while we're doing it. All right. So, first of all, Amber tells me about the play for children that she's been working on with our friend James Simpson. Paul then arrives. You hear the buzzer buzzing, the door buzzer buzzing, and he comes in carrying a bag containing a new iPhone 7, still in its box, which he collected from the shop earlier in the day. It's a present which all his friends bought for him a few months ago for his 30th birthday, organised by his lovely girlfriend. We all chipped in some money and got him a new iPhone. Not bad. We're, we're good friends. <laughs> Amber tells us some more things about her play, including how it contains a few slapstick moments meaning some funny scenes of fairly violent physical comedy involving a first aid box and some marshmallows. Apparently at one point in the play, James hits Amber over the head with the first aid box. 
By the way, a first aid box is a box that contains basic medical supplies for administering first aid. That's why it's called a first aid box. It contains things like plasters, bandages, antiseptic, tiny scissors, and maybe some other things that no one really understands. Also in the play, they fight over a marshmallow, which Amber wants to dip into her tea. And this leads us to talk about dipping things into cups of tea, like marshmallows and biscuits, which then causes us to talk about what you put in your tea when you've run out of milk, which actually happened to Paul the other day. His solution was to use whipped cream as a substitute. Whipped cream is, whipped cream is that stuff that comes in a kind of a can and, you know, you squirt it out of a can. That's whipped cream. And that leads me to ask the question of whether you really can put cream in tea. And we agree that you can definitely put cream in coffee, especially a particular type of coffee which is served with with whipped cream on top, which in France is called a café viennois, which I think translates as a Viennese coffee or a coffee from Vienna. And that causes me to ask what they call a Viennese coffee in, in Vienna speculating that they might just call it a coffee, which leads to a similar question about the French phrase creme anglaise, which which translates literally as English cream. But in the UK, we just call it custard. Are you following this? Are you managing to keep up with this? I hope so. This is meant to be the explanation to help you deal with the uh, conversation later on. So custard. I then ask Paul and Amber to explain to you, my audience, what custard is. And Paul suggests that instead of us explaining it at great length, you could just Google it. I then remind Amber and Paul that it's necessary to explain some words sometimes, like, for example, the word custard, because this is Luke's English podcast, and it's probably a good idea to explain words sometimes. This then prompts Amber to comment on the way that I seem to choose to explain words fairly randomly in my episodes, like when I recently spent quite a lot of time explaining the word flea in a recent conversation I had with my dad on this podcast. We then go back to talking about food and we talk about typical English puddings which can be served with custard, including crumble, sticky toffee pudding and the oddly named spotted dick. I refer to spotted dick as a dessert, which causes Amber to comment that it's actually the wrong choice of word, and that I should say that it's a pudding, not a dessert. This brings up the slightly confusing and long-running debate about the correct choice of words to describe certain things in Britain, especially in relation to the dinner table. This all relates to British rules of etiquette and uh, language in polite society, perhaps relating to French vocabulary that we sometimes use in English. We don't talk about this very clearly, and it might be a bit confusing for you. And really, the whole subject of the rules of British etiquette and social class deserves an episode of its own. But nevertheless, in order to clear it up a little bit, here is a quote from a book called Watching the English by Kate Fox. Kate Fox is a social commentator who writes about social behaviour in England. And Watching the English is a good book that explains many things about English life. And this is what Kate has to say about the words pudding and dessert in English. Oh, and by the way, both these words are used to refer generally to sweet food which is served after the main course. You have the starter, then the main course, and then the pudding or dessert. And your choice of the word pudding or dessert seems to depend on your level of class 
and apparently, according to upper-class culture, the word dessert is vulgar. And so this is what Kate Fox wrote about, uh, about this in her book. She wrote, The upper middle class and upper classes insist that the sweet course at the end of the meal is called the pudding, never the sweet or afters or dessert, all of which are déclassé and unacceptable. So according to upper class etiquette, pudding is the correct term for the sweet course that sometimes comes at the end of the meal. Fine. Amber seems to think that this is because the word dessert is of French origin, but I'm not sure. By the way, in some places, for example in France or in Japan, pudding is a specific kind of dish. For example, in Japan, pudding is a sort of caramel or custard cream dish. But in the UK, it just means the sweet course at the end of the meal and can include all kinds of things like cakes, pies, ice cream, trifle, eaten mess, bread and butter pudding, or even jelly. For example, you might say, what's for pudding? You know, what's for pudding? Oh, we're having cake, for example. Hopefully it's cake, because cake is obviously the the best uh, thing in the universe. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, cake is the best thing in the universe. That's a fact. All right. I'm getting completely sidetracked because I'm multitasking, because the music turned off, and I'm now trying to find some more music to have in the background. Here we go. All right. All right. So, um... So, what's for pudding? Now, I try to explain all of this, but I can't manage it. Instead, I end up saying, this is Tangent City, when I realise that we keep going off on mad tangents, and it's probably quite confusing for the audience. That's you. Our talk of pudding then causes us to start talking about Pudong, an area in Shanghai, and specifically the Pudong River in Shanghai. Paul tells us a little bit about that, and then there are a couple of references to the slightly rude-sounding English words poo and dong, before things settle down a bit and we start talking about Paul's recent showbiz news, including how he's going to be interviewed on a radio station called We FM later in the afternoon. So we go from poo to we in just a few sentences. At one point, Paul nearly uses quite a clever word the word concise. But then he doesn't use it, preferring instead to choose a more simple way of putting things using the least words possible, which actually means, like that's actually a synonym of the word concise. Are you still following this, ladies and gentlemen? There will be a test at the end. There won't really. It's just a joke. So, we then talk about responses to Paul's recent videos, including a few YouTube comments and some criticism he received from a very serious person in an email. The the criticism was in the email, not the person. You can't put a person in an email, not even a serious person. Uh, Things then get quite geeky when I start talking about cameras and microphones and the challenges of capturing good audio when you're recording videos. And there's some talk of different types of microphone, including boom mics, lapel mics, dynamic mics, and shotgun mics. But then Amber decides it's all getting a bit too geeky, and we move on to something else. We make plans to hang out again on Thursday on the set of Paul's TV show while they're doing some filming, and we decide to record a podcast while we're there. So that might be an upcoming episode. It might be a podcast outside on some kind of TV film set TV film set, does that make sense? TV set or film set, yes. Um, Following on from my recent episodes about accents, I ask Paul and Amber what their accents are 
and what they think my dad's accent is. And we talk about that for a little bit. And then Amber declares her love for my dad. Apparently she loves him. Um, then Paul has to go for his radio interview on We FM. That's We, the French We. O-U-I. We meaning yes. So Paul has to go for his interview on We FM and he leaves. And Amber and I carry on and talk a bit more about her play before having a massive conversation about Christmas, which will probably be uploaded in a forthcoming episode. So, I hope that that helps you understand what you're about to hear from the tangential trio in this conversation. But now, without any further explaining, here is that conversation as it actually happened. And here is, indeed, a certain jingle which I'm trying to find on my computer because I'm, rec- I'm doing this all live. Um, here is the Amber and Paul jingle coming up right now. Here it is. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. Yeah. Okay. Right, so Amber's with me. Hello, Amber. How are you doing? Hi, Luke. I'm good. Thank you. Excellent. All right. Have, have you been busy today? Very busy. Really? What's, yes. What's going on? I am rehearsing. I have a play on Wednesday, ah. which is in two days, Yes. Um, which I've been working on for a really long time with James, who's been on this podcast a number of times, Yeah. talking about football, probably. Yeah, football and would you rather... Oh yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So we've been we wrote a play and for this for the school I work in, yes. it's bilingual school, and it's their Christmas play, and it is Wednesday. Right, two days. In two days. Are you ready? Yes, we are. We are, <laughs> but it's you know we're sort of pretending we've not done it before. But it's a completely new play, so there's right. no idea if it will work. So we're sort of talking to my like sofa and saying like, oh hello, and you know because it's for children primary age, yeah. so the they're from sort of five till ten okay so we're expecting them to laugh so we've got lots of sort of pause for laughter hopefully (laughs) (laughs) moments (laughs) um so it's completely original yes okay and and you've never performed it before no have you done plays for kids before oh good question um I mean, I've done lots of plays before. Yes. Yes. Well, James and I met at the same theatre school. Right. At Jacques Lecoq. And um, and th- there's a lot of playing there. Have yeah. I done it for children? No, not really. But, but I've done lots of theatre for children. Okay. Like drama. I do drama workshops and clubs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. The two of you both are involved in sort of theatre workshops for kids, teaching yeah. drama to children. Yeah. 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 Are, you, are they bilingual kids or are they French kids? These kids are bilingual kids. So it's nice and easy. Hopefully they'll understand everything. Yeah. But obviously with any play, you need to sort of slow it down a bit so that yeah. the kids get it. And they're also a bit slow. They're only five and oh, right. six. They're not, they're not that thought, quick. I thought you meant they're a bit stupid. Maybe. I don't know. Well, no, I- they're not stupid. They're good. They're all good. But um, we obviously don't want to just do it for these kids. Yes. Otherwise, we're not going to oh, get any money. That'll be Paul Taylor. That'll be let Paul me, Taylor. Let, let him in. Yeah, I'm going to let him in. Luke, rolling, Luke is battling his way to the door. He's getting over there. He's opened it up. Paul Taylor is in the house. Hello. 
Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Luke's English podcast people. I actually arrived on time. It's just that Luke's lift takes half an hour to come up the yeah, stairs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh. You've been waiting down there for about 25 minutes, <laughs> waiting for the lift. The door. It's the door of the lift. Yeah. The door ages. takes about a decade to close. To shut. I know. Actually, when I got the lift up, I thought maybe I should have sent it down for you, but I didn't. Yeah, that's. I, that would have been thoughtful, but I already I thought about it. I'd already left. Okay, well, great. So, okay, the the the. Uh, He's got his Christmas presents. I know. I got no. I got my birthday <laughs> present two months later. Uh, nice. What? Check it out. Yeah. Yay. iPhone seven. You've iPhone got, seven. So all right, all right, so Paul has just turned up and he's got uh, a goodie bag. It's like Santa has it's arrived. Like Santa's arrived, but it's just for me. He said that he couldn't get here on time because yeah. he was doing something important. This is what you were doing: no, buying was, an iPhone. No, no, no. I was doing. Uh, I was doing other stuff. I, I, the iPhone I picked up this morning uh, from uh, my friend uh, uh, Adam. I don't know if you you met Adam yes. at my birthday, yes. at my actual birthday, right. which was two months ago. Right. Um, and was this the official this birthday? Is, this is the, this is the, well because the time that the iPhone was out of stock and uh, you know we're all bit lazy because uh, Addy had organised a canyot a thing yeah. uh, and thank you for contributing if you did I, don't know if, yeah, I, I think you did yeah yeah I th- did I? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I feel like you did. I tried to, yeah. I've got to take a photo because I was like and she was like you've got to thank people I'm like I will thank them with a photo of me on the on, new iPhone and being yeah. like, hey, I just got my new iPhone, everyone. Thanks for contributing. So I just got it today. That's, okay, uh, well, happy birthday for, for a couple of months thanks ago. Thanks very much. Yeah. It's good to be here. So, Amber and Paul are back on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, jingle, jingle. <laughs> we, were just, we were just talking about uh, what Amber's been doing. She's been uh, preparing for this play, which uh, is yeah. happening on Wednesday. With James. Where's James? He's teaching this afternoon. He's um, gone off. And we were, we've exhausted ourselves. Okay. There's, really? Well, there's all sorts of... It's a bit slapstick. I get he knocks me unconscious and get thrown around quite a lot in this play. I he, think he knocks you unconscious and you get thrown around a lot. It sounds uh, sounds quite violent. Yeah, it sounds it's like well, a. It's not. It's a bit pantoy, isn't it? Panto, yeah. right? Okay. Well, we're gonna have to explain. I, I wasn't sure that was allowed nowadays. What knocking around? Well, f- knocking around women just for stage value. I, well, it is in our play. Okay, good. Yeah, they break well, the glad. rules. <laughs> they break the rules in in uh, the rules their play. For the kids. Yeah, because kids, you know, we've got kids. to lead by example. Yeah, exactly. You got to show the kids what real life is like, right? Yeah, exactly. Punches is- me around the face a couple of times. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, he hits me accidentally with the first aid box, which means that I, well, you know he hits me accidentally like we hit heads against each other. So. All right, so he, wait, he, you accidentally hit each other. We, we have an argument about a marshmallow, and then... Um, right. As you do, and then we accidentally bang heads when we both try and pick something up together, which okay. causes me to have a nosebleed. I sit down, he looks for the first aid box, he finds it, and in a big gesture, knocks me around the face with it. I fall off the table, and he gets a bit confused because he can't see me anymore, and then I sort of make a groaning noise, and when and it frightens him, and he hits me again... With the first aid box, right. knocking me unconscious. That's the great. irony of, of of using the first aid box as a weapon, <laughs> yes. even yeah. accidentally. Yes, exactly. And so, um, is this uh, is this uh, it's written from scratch, right? It's not based on another play. Exactly, we wrote it. We wrote it from scratch, and that's part of the problem because we keep tinkering with it mm-hmm. like the marshmallow scene we have been changing that marshmallow scene for months it feels like what was the decision behind the marshmallows why did you cho- choose to <laughs> include marshmallows is that is that significant the, ma- the marshmallow scene is we are we're postmen that's the theme of the play we're okay. getting the letters ready to send to santa mm. right. we're not efficient postmen we keep sort of messing up and uh while we should be doing our work we have a cup of tea 
right. you're English yeah. <laughs> and we want to have a little biscuit but biscuits break and get really messy and so we chose a marshmallow instead there's only oh. one marshmallow left and the scene is just us trying to like trick each other to get it back and forth I see from each other's so you're grasp. trying to steal the marshmallow the last marshmallow yes. have you ever dipped a marshmallow in tea before um, no. Do, do have you? Do you do that? Do you dip no. marshmallows? No. What, what I did this morning. I'll tell you what I did this morning, which is probably similar to that. Okay. There's no milk in the fridge. Oh no. No milk in the fridge for the tea in the morning. Oh, oh god. No. What do you do, Luke? Uh, well, just don't have. Just just sit down and start crying. Okay. <laughs> what do you do, Amber? I actually have tea without milk. You have tea without milk. <laughs> I'm a heap. I went one better. I had tea with whipped cream. Oh. <laughs> there was. Whip- I opened the fridge. There was no milk, but there was a. Sh- Bit right. of uh, whipped cream. That's it's just, actually delicious. That's delicious. <laughs> it's actually tea it's with the whipped sweet. cream. But it's delicious. You don't, Sorry, norm- like, you don't normally do that, right? I mean, you wouldn't normally put cream. Would you put cream in milk? I've, I've done it before. Yeah. Cream in milk. Yeah. I think. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cream in tea. But you can put cream in coffee. Yeah. That's oh, the yes. type of coffee, you know, when they, they call cream it coffee. a special coffee, like a, so Americans a, a cafe Viennois or something. Cafe, ca- coffee with whipped cream. Yum. There's a special name for it, which, mm. uh, you know. Oh, yeah, it is a cafe Viennois. Viennois. Uh, Viennois. Yeah, That's so, what yeah. they call it a in Vi- France. A Viennese coffee. Yeah. Okay. And it's with whipped cream. So yeah. why not tea? Why should right. coffee it's, it's get all the... Nice. So they call it the, in France, they call a coffee with whipped cream on top a Viennese coffee. Mm. So it, I suppose in Vienna, they just call it a coffee. Is I'll tell you what. I'm going to Vienna next weekend. I, bet they don't. I think a coffee in Vienna is just an espresso. So why are the French calling it a Viennese coffee then? Yeah, why, do why do French they French call, call it creme anglaise? Creme anglaise, exactly. What, what do they call creme anglaise? Custard. Custard. What's custard? English cream. <laughs> <laughs> so it's creme anglaise. Creme anglaise. It's, but it's, custard is a sort of a yellow, sweet, hot uh, sauce that you serve with uh, certain types of pudding. This is Luke's <laughs> English podcast, right? Certain things have to be explained, remember? <laughs> They the could way. just it, it, in the most non-sexual <laughs> no, way possible. I they love could, the yes. way you'll talk and talk and talk and talk, and it'll be really complicated. And then someone will say, "Flea, a flea in his ear," right. and then you'll go into great lengths about what a flea is. Well, like one small thing, yeah, is explained. Well, yeah, because um, yeah, one small, fairly in uh, insignificant detail. Sometimes, yeah, there's a lot to be uh, gained <laughs> from from that because you've got like a very high context situation, like talking to my dad about you know Brexit, everything, and this this context that everyone's sort of fairly fairly clued up about the context so the little words they don't understand there's no headlines about custard right now so or, yeah. you have to uh, so, yeah you do have to <laughs> sometimes you have to explain it sometimes these little details have to be explained you know well maybe other people don't have custard because what they call creme anglaise isn't we, really custard exactly we translate it as custard but it's not it's a much thinner soggier wishy-washy but, version but wait a minute right the thing is, right, my, my listeners are now going, oh, this is fun. Amber and Paul and Luke are talking about <laughs> something. But wait a minute, what's custard? We still Google need it. To, no, don't this just, isn't an educational podcast. This is, we're just here to talk, okay? <laughs> it's my job to maintain certain educational standards, uh, okay, uh, around here. So, Sorry, you're uh, right. They could, is- they could just pause the podcast and Wikipedia it, but they don't even know how to spell custard. Mm. So, they, you know, it's, it's our job to just sort of smooth it, not things Not to be confused with the Spanish, y custardo. What's that? What's that? It's the same. I was just, is it the same thing? being stupid. Okay. And, it's, and it would be Italian anyway. So what the hell is custard? It's a, it's, well, you described you just, it. It's a hot just, yellow sauce. Mm-hmm. Which, you have, <laughs> which you have with pudding. Which is a sweet hot yellow sauce. It's sort of vanilla flavour, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's made from eggs and you. Um, it's really nice with like a crumble, like an apple crumble mm. and a little bit of custard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or a chocolate 
a chocolate pudding, right. some sort of chocolate thing with custard. Or a, or a sticky toffee pudding. Sticky mm. toffee That's pudding. Or a no, spotted dick. Spotted dick, mm. which is the most ridiculous name for a pudding It's incredible, ever. isn't it? What how is, do, we, how do we get away with that? I don't know. I don't think we have got away with it. <laughs> I think we have. Spotted Don't dick. We? Spotted dick. So spo- spotted dick is a British dessert, or maybe an e- maybe even a pudding. S- an English pudding. Don't uh, call it dessert. That's vulgar. Is it? What's wrong mm. with calling it dessert? Any French words. That's vulgar. Apparently. Really? Is this is dessert a French word? Yes. yes. So wait a minute. Why is that? Well, I don't know. Why is that vulgar? I don't well, It's an old-fashioned thing, you know. That there are there's quite a lot of switch between English and French. Yeah. But there are words which you know you just mustn't use. It's considered like pardon. Like or, if someone says something and you don't hear them, you should sh- say sorry. Or, yeah. Okay. Not pardon. Why and not? You should say well because pardon is French and not. English. So what you're saying is when you're speaking English, you shouldn't speak French. Yes. <laughs> Does that apply to other languages too? Are you not allowed to use, let's say, sort of Chinese words as well? I don't know. But I mean, English is made up of a million different words stolen from other people. So I don't know why they've got this random rule about French words. I guess what you're talking about is rules of etiquette and rules of politeness and stuff, right? Yes. It's a sort of old fashioned snobby thing. There's some rule book that was written by someone which says you shouldn't use these old... Fr- but I thought that some of the French words were the more posh, sophisticated they words. Are. I don't know. Like, the, I think that these things are up for debate, but... Well, for example, like serviette. Yes. Mustn't say that. You mustn't say serviette. Napkin. You should say napkin instead. Even things like mirror. Mirror? Looking glass. Oh, come on. Well, I'm just saying, that's what that's that's the rule. Incredible. Perfume, mustn't say that. What do you say? Scent. Scent? Yes. No, Cologne. That's, Cologne. That's ridiculous though, just, isn't it? The, I don't think it makes any sense, but this these exist. So what are the posh French words? Um, well, all of them, aren't they? Because most, most yeah. French words, when like you use them... Like perturbated... Perturbed. What? <laughs> Whatever it is. I don't know. I just made it up. Perturbed. Perturbé. I'm I perturbed. Think, I think mm. often when you use... That's a, f- a posh word in English. If you say that in English, people will go, oh, hello, he's very educated. Mm. Yeah. It's true, because there's so many French words in English. I don't know why some have been chosen to be mean. I've never heard this on. I've never heard this myth. That I, so- I, I think it's arbitrary if it, when people are starting to use these rules about whether certain words which have a French origin are like not right or not acceptable or not appropriate. That's just arbitrary. Yeah, isn't hashtag it? Brexit, that's why. It's like, well, we don't want to be part of Europe. We don't want to use your language either anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. But mm. it's th- this, actually, Amber, oh, this is Tangent City. I know. <laughs> we, we've gone off from your play. Oh. No, but hold on. Uh, th- 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 there's a big debate about whether a pudding is a dessert. Like, because pudding, <laughs> is it a type of don't dessert? Is it a type of dessert, though? Or is it just... Oh, my goodness. The, the name for the end of the meal. Don't this thing. get me started. Pudding is a generic word for, you know, what you have at the That's end of the meal. That's what I say. In France, the French have convinced that pudding, pudding. is a specific dessert. Type, it's yeah. wrong. Not they just wrong. in France. In Japan as well, what? they have the word pudding. And that's a very specific form of, uh, of dessert. Like the way, in, you know, in France, pudding is like a sort of uh, trifle or, or mm. a blancmange or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Similar in Japan, they have and pudding. And in Shanghai, they have pudong. Which is an area in Shanghai. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Pudong. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's O-N-G instead of I-N-G. Pudong. Pudong. Okay. If it's, uh, you know, it's, a little, little, it's, it's Shanghai is incredible. Like if you look at photos from 15 years ago, the area that's now called Pudong is flat like marshland or okay. like farmland. And then now it's where all the big, if you ever see a skyline of, of Shanghai and you've got the, the tower that's got like a, a ball in it, like the Pearl Tower, or whatever it's yeah. called, that's the, that whole area is called Pudong. It's like the, it's like the Canary Wharf. Okay. 
So what did it used to be called Pudong as well? Yeah, Pudong means uh, it sounds rude, but it, it actually means I think it's east of the river because it's east of the river, and then there's Poo something else. <sighs> the, the river's called the River Poo. Really? Yeah. The river? There's a, they have a river of Poo. The river's called River Poo. I oh. think so. So people in China will tell me if it's wrong, but I'm, I'm not going to look it up. But I, I believe I'm just going to go with the fact that the river is called the River Poo, or it's called the River Dong. <laughs> And, but I know that Pudong means something to do with the river. It means east of the river or west of the river. To be fair, both, both of those of words are quite rude, aren't yeah. they? Because Poo, obviously, we, we all know we all know what Poo means. Uh, and Dong. And Dong. Well, what's, what's a Dong? Easy. It's something... It's a, it's a penis. Uh, it's a penis. Let's just get straight Let's down to it. it. It's a penis, isn't it? Yeah. Um, interesting. So they have Poo, Poo, Pudong River. Pudong River. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I just... this? We're ob- <laughs> As usual, we've gone off the rails. Obviously, we're very excited because the three of us are here uh, on the podcast and there's not much time because no. we've got a time limit on this one. Yeah. Why but, do we have a time limit on this one? Uh, I'm just busy, uh, unfortunately. Like... Unfortunately, this, this, well, oh, the unfortunately. yeah. Come unfortunately, for, for for Luke's English podcast listeners who who like to listen to the three of us banter, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have I've got another meeting uh, oh, yeah. at, at, at four p.m. I've got a, a radio you thing called from for Wee FM. You're on the radio, Wee FM. Yeah. Tell us about all your busyness, Paul. Uh, business, business. I can't even remember the last time we spoke. What was happening the last time we spoke? Like, what did I? What, what was? I got, uh, I got the info. Got the date. Just not to repeat the same old. Well, okay. No. The last the last time that you were on this podcast, Paul, was um, in episode three hundred ninety five, which was called "Have You Ever" with uh, Robert Hain. Really? The last time that both of you were on this podcast was in September, in episode three hundred eighty one. When was "Have You Ever"? Uh, that was October. Okay. Uh, and September was when the two of you were on this, okay. and we were talking about dis- uh, cultural differences. Okay. And we were on the terrace. And we were upstairs on the okay. terrace because the weather was still nice. Uh, and I haven't been on since October. So um, w- w- around the time of discussing cultural differences, we did mention the fact that um, um, you know you were developing your TV show mm. and your YouTube show. Yeah, um, but um, I don't think it had started to to be aired at that point. I don't think so. No, it might have been when Robert came. I think when Rob came, it had started. Yes. Uh, so yes. yeah, we we the the the, the TV show uh, what the fuck France, uh, which is a great title uh, because we're allowed to do that in France. We're yeah. allowed to call a title and have fuck in the title, which and, is great. And that show was on like at lunchtime on a Saturday. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Wait, it, was it wasn't just the title. It was quite a lot of fucks. Oh, there's quite a lot of fucks in the episodes, yeah. yeah. We did one where it was just over the top. It's full of swearing. We've we've calmed down now. Um, Yeah, you have. uh, But yeah, it's uh, uh, it's that's going well. We uh, we had ten episodes. That was how many we started with. They gave us ten, which uh, well, which you both helped write. Uh, and uh, you're always in the credits, which is cool. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 a group effort, really. And then um, they gave us 15 because the 10 would take us to mid-November. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, well, let's give you 15 because it's going well so that it takes us up to the Christmas break. Uh-huh. Uh, and now we've been extended again uh, until the end of July right. next year, uh, end of June next year. So we've got about another 20 to write. Uh, Amazing. Uh, which is uh, which is cool. So that's happening, uh, and that's very exciting. I'm still doing my uh, my hashtag Franglais show. Yeah, the one man show. The one man show twice a week, which is cool. And is it is it sold out? It's sold out until mid uh, January. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, so that's cool. How many seats are there in the room? That uh, you have? There's 110. When okay. are you moving to a bigger venue? Uh, permanently, probably in in uh, in September. 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 Yeah, because it's just the way the, the it, like it's difficult to get like. You book rooms like a year and a half before you show up, like yeah, because they they book they're really booked out. So uh, September, but what we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to try and do every month 
up until then yeah. is do a special one-off in a bigger theatre. So I'll always be two days a week at the regular place. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose and it then, creates a sort of buzz. You know, people have to book in advance. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so that's been happening. And uh, what else has been happening? You've, you had lunch. I had lunch. lunch. I had lunch with uh, with uh, with um, with some very interesting people. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas. Nah, George Clooney. George Clooney. Nah. George Clinton. George Clinton. Is is yeah. I don't know. Never mind. No, I had, I had, a, had a musician. A lunch a lunch rendezvous with some book people. Yeah. Um, oh, book. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. I'll make a book. A book. Nice. Love it. <laughs> maybe okay. I won't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's lots of, uh, uh, lots of meetings that sometimes lead to stuff and sometimes don't. Yeah. And do you have anything that you particularly want to do? Is there some sort of like, ah, oh, burning desire for your uh, next project? Do you, want no. a, do you want a cup of tea? Uh, a cup of tea would be great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't multitask. You can't multitask. No. That's right. Sorry. Um, uh, do, what do I want to do next? I don't know. I, I, we're, we're doing to the end of June for this thing and then that's it. We're going to be done because I want it to be done uh, yeah. because it's it's fun. It's great. I love it. But, you know, just move on to something else. Right. Uh, you do something what do you like new? best, the writing or the filming? Uh, filming's more fun than writing. Mm. I don't really like writing that much. No? No. Um, okay. It's what? stressful. I don't know. I just don't like... I mean, I don't write really for my stand-up. It's not really the funnest part, is it? I mean, it's, The writing. I mean, the film, well, it can be if you're into looks, it. If you're in, like, cool. There's some people that are really into writing and I'm just not. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't get stuff out of my brain onto a, onto a, a sheet of paper or a screen. Yes. That I have to like do it out loud, yeah. which is what I do for my stand-up. I've never written my show in its entirety word like on a piece of I've just written keywords you know yeah. so it's that's the more difficult thing is trying to figure out okay cool this is a two and a half minute video how do I get from the beginning which is hey this is annoying for three reasons and then come back around and do it in the in the most con- like the least amount of words possible so that it's got them it's just I guess it's kind of like a maths puzzle mm. yeah, you said you nearly said the most concise way there and then you 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 opted out of the words. I was going to say, this, it, what did I say? You, you were like, then you have to do it in the most, just using the smallest words possible. Yeah, because I, I, I was trying to say concise, but what I was coming out of my mouth was conservative. I don't oh, know why. Okay. I, it, so I stopped. I stopped my, I, I was like, con, mm, smallest amount of words possible. Right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving safe. me that word. Play it safe, yeah. Concise. <laughs> concise. Conservative. Conser- yeah. Uh, no, no need for politics right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Brilliant. And so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what's been happening. And so now, so you're having lunch. People are offering you book deals. They're they're throwing themselves at wow. you. They're mad for it. Wow. And then this afternoon, you're leaving Luke's English podcast to go on Wee FM. Wee FM radio. It's, it's a bit of a young young person's radio. I've it? never. I don't know what it is. You I got contacted by a, what? I don't know what it is. What? Wee radio. Yes FM. Wee FM. Yes FM. Oh, we like French we. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant we like, you know, us. No. So, oh. You know, pro- no, 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 W-E, no, 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 no. It's but uh, the, the the girl who got in touch is uh, is uh, English or Scottish, mm. um, and works on the show and does a a segment. Um, I'm not very prepared for it. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the segment about? I don't know. Something to do with English. she's going to talk to me about my show and Christmas because that's coming up. Yeah. I think it's just uh, it's like a it's not really a cultural differences show, but I, I guess she presents a show that I, don't, I, I guess she talks about stuff 
I imagine so. Yeah, rather it, than just playing music like this, you know. <laughs> right. She's a. She's. I don't know if she's a DJ. She's a journalist. She introduced herself as a journalist. I can't remember the message now. Okay. Uh, but I know that. Uh, yeah, it's just. I don't. I don't really know. It's in French. Uh, it's a great question. I don't know. Okay. I don't well, know you, any of these things. You don't need to worry about. I it, haven't I got. What I'm trying to do is to get Addy, my uh, my other half, to quit her job. Yeah. To be my manager, so I can I know about this stuff. Right. So that. I can concentrate on the artistic stuff rather than bothering with all the admin. Okay. Um, That's a good plan. Yeah, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's in the works, you know. It's, uh, it's lots of work, lots of different projects in the pipeline. Marjorie, she's not French then. Sorry, not English. I Marjorie. don't know where I got the fact that she's English. Marjorie okay. could be English. Paul is now checking through his emails yeah. in order to find Desperately out. Desperately scrolling. Scrolling, Scro- scrolling, 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 scrolling. scrolling. Um, okay, so that's Paul's uh, crazy life. And are you actually famous now? Uh, no, but people no. recognise me. He's a bit famous. People stop me in the street now. I recognised uh. you. <laughs> Every <laughs> time too. I see you, I recognise you. <laughs> uh, yeah, people stop me in the street and like, oh, are you the guy from The Thing? And I'm like, And you're yeah. like, yes, I am yeah. in The Thing. I, I am a, the guy from The Thing that you maybe think I am uh-huh. from, uh, which is, uh, it's fun. It, it, you know, everyone... Everyone so far has been very nice. I haven't had anyone come up to me like, are you the guy from that show that makes, yeah, piss off back to your country? Yeah. But then you did do a really funny little update when you, with you and Rob and you were in bed and you talked about the trolls. Yes, yeah, the, the internet people. I, I presume you didn't choose the meanest one. I mean, have people been generally quite nice to you? Well, we or, had, yeah, most people have. You talked be, about that. Before um, he he was told to go back to his paedophile island. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Your that was, that was just with La Bees. That was just the, yeah. Yeah, the first one. But uh, no, people in general, yeah, I mean, the internet, blows up surprisingly there's fairly okay comments online on youtube which is strange but there's obviously one or two you know that just uh, some guy wrote me a really long email like that takes 20 minutes to read um in perfect french not one spelling mistake some guy who's very well educated but very left uh politically and uh basically broke down point by point why two of my videos were not on point for him and not correct I'm like mate I'm just joking it's just That's a joke <laughs> it's just it's a joke. like he goes on about like I do a video there's one of the videos episodes about strikes and how they inconvenience me right. and, and I'm saying I have to send a box of wine to my grandmother in England which first of all I don't I'm yeah. not sending anything well, it's to England. already a joke. No one's going to send Yeah, a box exactly. But the guy one. was like, oh, uh, first of all, you know, this, that, and the other in France was based on the fact that strikes were the, the, the beginning of negotiations and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I get that strikes are a, are a social thing and, and they're good. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just making fun that all strikes happen on the same day and I can't send a box of wine yeah. to my grandmother. You know? Like he can't, ar- he can't argue with the fact that you can't send your box of wine to your grandmother. Yeah. Like, you know, I understand why I can't, but I still can't send this thing to yeah. England. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's okay. like, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, if, if strikes are inconvenient to you, then that's what they're supposed to be for. They're supposed right. to inconvenient people. So they, I just find it weird that like in England, strikes are the last resort. We start by talking yeah. and go, hey, we'd like to change our working conditions. And then if, if eventually the company goes, now nah, we're not doing it, then the people go on strike. Here, they start by going on strike, going, hey, we want to talk. And then the negotiations happen afterwards. It's, a, yeah. it's an interesting phenomenon. That goes back to our phenomenon. cultural differences discussion that we had last time. Do mm. they go on strike, though? I kind of think the, the, the reason French people go on strike is it seems to actually work. I feel in Britain, people go on strike and they're like, shut up, get back to work. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I yeah. probably yeah. That's that's probably a, a lot of what it and, is. And toleration. I mean, this guy he wrote you this long email, and I understand like he's mental and he doesn't get the bigger picture. But <clears throat> there is a sense in France that when people go on strike, 
although it inconveniences most people, there is still this sort of feeling of like, yeah, we understand what you're yeah, doing. Whereas yeah, in yeah. England, people are like, what the fuck? Get back to work, you lazy, yeah. you know, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So work shy, blah. So I think there's this, there's this, well, I mean, we talked about this before, mm. totally different sort of attitude. But mm. yeah, 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 just different strokes for different folks. But after all, it's a joke. Exactly. At the end of it all, I'm just like, mate. So he wrote wrote you this massive email, and then you were like, oh, you mean so you don't get it? Yeah, it was. I mean, he gets it, it, but he was like, you know, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Like, I still like what you do, but you know, Mm. for these two topics, then I don't agree. Like, the the other one was the French administration, the fact that I was trying to open a bank account and the blah. And he went off on a rant like, this isn't the French administration. This is these are private companies that have got nothing to do with (sighs) the French government. Blah, blah, like, like really, like just Mm. you know, and he's right. Yeah. in both of his comments yeah. but at the end of the day it's it's. I'm just making like uh, you know uh, with these people that go that go a bit crazy I just want to be like have you not once been on a train that's been delayed or something because of a strike and you've gone for fuck's sake why are they you know mm. you right well shut up then of course so you have it's just the what you're doing is just uh, describing a personal experience mm. an individual's personal experience and just sort of and exaggerating it obviously yeah the exaggerated money. frustration of a personal experience for comic effect you're not trying to write a critique of no, society exactly. but also what Paul does which I think lets you get away with it is I mean he's very like charming and endearing on his shows but there's also something you know he's often getting it wrong that's yeah. that's some of the point like mm. he's getting it wrong and it's and French people are like yeah but and, and you sort of say that without saying it like yeah. I'm oh France I don't understand this and at the end of the day it's often like yeah but that's the whole point you don't get it yeah, exactly. and you're, you're mocking yourself as yeah, much as totally. you are uh, France or the French system and yeah. so and that's why it's nice like you aren't you aren't saying yeah, globally just, mean things I, I mean but that's cool I, that, it means we're doing something right like if we get that reaction it means that something something's working mm. you know. do you write mm. back to them or do you no, call them no don't feed the trolls uh, it's just there's it no point because there's no, there's, no, there's no way like something like that there's no way I can just whatever I say it's just he's, he's going to come back with some something else about mm. well you know you're in a power of of influence because you know it's been watched to how many times and people might start changing their opinions because of you yeah it's not worth getting into it's just like alright cool yeah. thanks you know yeah 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 yeah. Oh, if you end up sort of trying to re- respond to each single thing then no you're just not yeah. going to have time to do anything else no ultimately. exactly yeah yeah well, so um, we've caught up Luke have you have you told us what you've been doing I've just been doing the usual things what's you know? this camera here Luke this, so I bought a camera uh, which um, looks I'm, like you're trying to film yourself doing a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be doing some more filming and stuff like that. I was thinking of um, filming us today, but uh, just, you know, couldn't quite get it together in time. Oh, is that Zoom the same company that make the uh, the voice recorder? That's right. So I bought this Zoom video camera, which is the same, it's the same company that makes the, the recorder that I use for the audio. And the, the, the reason why I've bought this is because I was looking for cameras that I could use for doing, you know, obviously for doing videos. Um, and... Um, a lot of them don't have good audio. Yeah, awful. Terrible audio. And if it's... I'm looking for an affordable camera uh, that does, you know, decent you, video with good audio. lapel mic. Uh, and that's, yeah, a lapel value, mic. Yeah. Yeah. And this camera um, has got uh, a mic input at the back. Um, there you can see the red oh, uh, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So that means I can actually plug the... Uh, so I can be doing the podcast, right? And, it, and the sound's and, going directly into the camera. And I can do the sound uh, re- recording like I normally do, but then the, the audio can go out of the headphone jack and then into this Sorry. camera. And it captures the audio perfectly. So anyway, I'm just experimenting, yeah, it's, basically. It's and, cool. And, and, I might and so be the, mic, the microphones that are attached to it, 
they do sound obviously pretty good as well, better than most camcorders. Or- yeah. So if you don't plug a microphone, an external microphone into it, then it's still capable of uh, picking up uh, decent audio. Very cool. Have you own. done? Have you done video podcasts? Is that what you're? I'm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mess around and experiment. I might do some some episodes of this podcast where I also have the video camera running, and uh, it'll sort of capture the video, and then I there'll be a, a, an optional video uh, to for the people to watch. Um, or I will produce some actual, you know, uh, specific uh, videos that are just video. Mm. And, you know, I could either put them on YouTube or just put them on my website or do other things. And plus, I'm working on another course. I'm working on um, um, a course that I've mentioned every now and then. On Your my business podcast. stuff. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm working on producing some content, uh, which is basically an attempt to sort of try and put as much of what I know about teaching business English into one course. I'm trying to, you know, I've because I, I, you know, I've been doing this podcast for seven and a half years, and it's always been general uh, general English. But I've been teaching business English for ages, you know, for like ten years. But I've never done any business English content because I've always been sort of saving it, you know. Okay. Yeah. And rather than rather than doing like just giving it all away, giving it all away, or sort of mixing it in with this, you're going to turn it into a business. I'm going to turn it into something, and and. Uh, I think it'll, there'll be a lot of value to it if I can manage to get the quality and all of the all of the com, sort of combined knowledge and experience that I've got into one thing, and then give it you know make it available. Then yeah, good. I think it could be good. I think, I it's think always it'll be really uh, good. That's it nowadays, isn't it? Like if you're if you're a content creator, you create content whether it's funny stuff, whether it's serious, like you know yeah. learning stuff. Is always a balance. Even books, anything like it's a balance between what's free and what isn't. You know, like you know people, you know a lot of the 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 guys that you know like comedians stand-up comedians they they have their jokes and they have a show but then sometimes they go on tv and it gets recorded and then they get some put on youtube and then those jokes disappear like they can't use those jokes again really you know it's the same sort of thing like if you had done all your business english class uh, on your podcast then you don't you're you know yeah you've got sponsors and stuff like that that you get a bit of uh, money for but you know if you if you want to make a living out of it it's uh it's difficult yeah as content creators so that's a work in progress so I, I might be using this video camera to do that, but also I might use this to just add content onto my website mm-hmm. and sort of you know do a few videos with the with the podcast as well. Um, and it's just my new toy as it, well to an extent. It looks cool. Yeah, it's I'm using yeah. a GoPro mount to yeah. clip it to the table. I like it, um, which um, is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I um sorry, I realised recently how important sound is on video. Oh, yes, I made a video of Hugo. Yeah. And the sound was abysmal and it was that video was wasted. How did you make the video? It was my sister my sister's idea. She wanted to deliver he's really into dinosaurs, so she wanted to deliver this little dinosaur egg to him and mm. pretend that a dinosaur had left it. So she recorded these dinosaur sounds and left the egg on the doorstep and knocked on the door and then went away and then you could just hear these dinosaurs going <laughs> And she'd set up her camera, which is just on her camera. Yeah. And then he came out and was like what's this and um picked up the egg but you cannot really hear it just hear dinosaurs oh i see the the, the video footage you can't really hear the can't really hear him talking hear properly. no yeah it's really difficult to capture Good decent audio. decent audio when you're doing video and you know uh, you either use lapel mics where you attach mm. a little mic onto someone's shirt or whatever 
uh, and record them that way. And uh, Or you have like a boom that they use on TV shows where there's like a big stick and a, a microphone on the end and there's some guy whose job it is to hold the microphone in the right yeah. place and they have to make sure the microphone doesn't dip down so that the, you can see it in, yeah, in, we, it in the video. All the time. For, for all hours. the time. I'm sure it happens Because our the camera's time, yeah. moving. Yeah, as you, you know, the camera moves a lot and uh, we've got a steady camera. Right. And we've got the, in French, I, lo- I like the term berchman, a perchman, because the, yeah. the microphone's called in berch, because it's yeah. on a perch, it's like a yeah. a microphone. And a so boom. A boom, yeah, a boom operator. Yeah. And so he's there with his little recording box and uh, the boom mic. And sometimes we have to redo takes because at some stage it's like somebody will shout berch, which <laughs> means like mics dropped into the frame. Right, I see. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I did a bit of that on work experience jobs at the, you know, TV companies doing the news, being the guy holding the microphone and you have to make sure that, that you're pointing the microphone on the end of the boom. You're pointing it at the people who are speaking mm. but and, and you're capturing the sound properly but the, the microphone doesn't sort of peek into the video yeah. frame. And they're super sensible, uh, sensitive. Sensitive, um, yeah. Because the, those ones are like shotgun mics where they, they, they the the like the range is like that much. So as soon as you move the mic to the right or left, you lose the, it sounds off. Like it needs to be really, you yeah. know, whereas- a visual reference. Yeah, there. it's like a cone, you know, it's like the-, the small, He's demonstrating a small amount of space. Well, the microphones that we're using here, they're, they pick up from all over the place. Well, think, these, right? these microphones that we're using pick up from only, only really oh, a only few inches front, okay. away from, from the microphone. So if I just, let's, let's say, if I keep talking, but I've got my hands uh, away from my mouth, uh, it really captures the sound right up close to the yeah. to the microphone. Um, but what what you need to get decent sound is very sensitive, a uh, very sensitive microphone. Mm. But if the microphone is uh, far away from the person, like this, yeah, then, you know, either your microphone's got to be super sensitive, in which case you're going to not only pick up the person, but all the other sounds mm. in in the area, like the bus going down the street and the plane flying over and stuff like that. So that's when you need the shotgun microphone because it's sort of very directional. Essentially, it's a microphone at the end of a tube. I know you're probably I think thinking. We've gone, we've gone too geek. Yeah, we I have. think we let's, let's move on. You shouldn't have asked. You shouldn't oh, have asked. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's my fault. It was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you'll see it all tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday, when are you coming? Yeah, Thursday. We're gonna, we're gonna come and hang out on set on Thursday. Yeah, so. are we gonna do a live podcast on set? Yeah, that's that'll be cool. That's the that's, plan, yeah. Because um, we're gonna be uh, I think on Thursday we're gonna be most of the day in one place, which is good. Uh, an English pub. Uh, oh, yeah. because it's the alcohol Good. episode English pub in an English pub perfect yeah. brilliant yeah so and will there be beer oh there's there's beer at the place yeah we've already shot there once uh, in fact the latest episode it was on YouTube uh, yeah. the English people French people speak in English right mm. where there's like a speed dating thing going on that's in that pub which one is um, it do you know it's called uh, the Bombardier no I was going to say it's called the Hideout no, but that's not right yeah the, the there time... is one the, there is one called that yeah it's not that though it's, it's, it's not far from uh, Notre Dame Mm-hmm. Uh, so hop. yeah, I'll let you know when we're there. But that'll be cool to do a live. Um, the long hop. A live. The yeah, that's it. The long, the long hop or the long. The hope? long hop. I thought it was long hope. Oh really? I thought it was hop. Well, whatever. It it, that's matter. where it is. But what's going to happen now is that people might hear this before Thursday, and they'll all rush to the to this pub, <laughs> and it'll be like it'll be like Beatlemania. <laughs> <laughs> people will be travelling across the globe. Yeah, we'll have Just all the Russians showing in, <laughs> and they'll be rushing to get there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we got it in. 